WCPT 820, Chicago's progressive talk, where facts matter. This is Joan Esposito, live, local, and progressive on WCPT 820. Ben Wickler is the chair of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. I may have mentioned earlier that there's an election going on in Wisconsin today. I may have mentioned it every day, multiple times a day for the last few weeks because of it is in, it is so incredibly important. Ben, what do you see as far as early voting and the reception these candidates are getting? What uh, how does it look like it's shaping up to you? The, the first thing to know in these Supreme Court races is that the turnout in a primary in February is extremely low. But given that low bar, we're seeing a very strong response in terms of early votes, absentee votes. Uh, that bodes well for the you know one or both progressive candidates in the race. I feel extremely confident that we're going to have a progressive candidate advance to the general election. And the big question is really which of the two conservatives they're in a knockdown, drag out, bitter fight about who can be more extreme in total bans on abortion, in rigging the gerrymandered maps uh, you know, to the absolute hilt. Uh, this is a, a fight between common sense and impartiality and freedom against these kind of authoritarian ultra MAGA Republicans. And after today, we'll be in the general election and we'll have 42 days to bring this thing home. I was listening to some of the interviews that um, 12 News political director Matt Smith was doing with the candidates, and Daniel Kelly and Jennifer Doro really are taking the gloves off. I read one um, bit of commentary that said that they're going after each other to such an extent that they might, whichever one of them, if one of them makes it to the runoff, they might be already damaged. What do you think about that? Can we pin our hopes on that? Well, we should expect, even if everything goes right, this race could be incredibly close. So, you know, even if we think we're in landslide territory, we should treat it like we're one vote behind. And if we work one more hour, we can find that vote. That's how we approached 2020 when the polls said that Joe Biden was going to trounce Donald Trump in Wisconsin. And it turned out we won by six tenths of one percentage point. So this is Wisconsin. The races are close no matter what. That said, the Republicans are dividing the GOP so bitterly. You know, Dan Kelly, the guy backed by Rich and Liz Uline, who are the mm-hmm. biggest members of Stop the Steal, he said that he will not endorse Jennifer Doro if she wins the nomination, and he doesn't. And on the other side of the coin, Jennifer Doro just keeps taking arrows from Dan Kelly and, and punching right back. I think they're going to be upset Republicans either way, and they don't really seem to be laying the groundwork for a shared set of values that should guide them into the general election. I, I really do think we have a chance to flip the majority on Wisconsin State Supreme Court because the GOP is in such disarray, because the values and the, the philosophy that they're pushing is so alien to most Wisconsinites, and because the, the progressive candidates are standing up for fairness, equality, the rule of law, and common sense. That's a winning package in Wisconsin. Do you think it bothers Wisconsin voters that an Illinois family is so deeply funding one of the candidates, or does that just not even register? You know, we tried to do everything we could to highlight this in the Senate race last year, because the Uline, Rich and Liz Uline poured millions, like maybe more than $10 million, we think, into dark money groups to support Ron Johnson. And it did have an effect, but it wasn't enough to be decisive in that race. Ultimately, the, the, the thing that people vote on the most is the thing that affects them the most. And I think in this race, it's going to be 
this question about whether if you get pregnant, you should be able to decide for yourself what to do, or if you need a politician to give you a permission slip to get an abortion. We have a, an abortion ban passed in the year 1849, before the <sighs> invention of modern medicine, before women had the right to vote. And that law has been superseded many times over. But it's a near certainty that if Jennifer Dora wins or Dan Kelly wins, they will vote to, to make that ban enforceable, to throw doctors in jail for performing routine health care. And that is that is so intolerable to the majority of Wisconsinites. We want to make sure people know about that and they vote accordingly. Well, you hit on an important point. Sometimes I think, you know, you're interested in politics. I'm interested in politics. But regular people like, you know, they have jobs and businesses they worry about. They have kids. They have activities. They have family stuff going on. Um, from what I what I've read, a lot of times regular folks don't really start paying attention to an election till literally right before the election. And the fear is that if that is the case, they may not really grasp what is at stake. It reminds me of the interviews after um, after the Brexit vote. And people were like, well, I didn't know it would mean this. If I'd have known it was going to mean this, I would have voted the other way. So how do you make sure that the people of Wisconsin really understand what is at stake? This is job one, two, and three. And the, mm. the first thing we can do is knock on doors, call people's phones, send them text messages, post on social media. The second is raise money so we can run ads and that the candidates can run ads. I mean, this is an election where we start with almost zero name recognition, almost zero recognition of the fact that there is an election, let alone what the stakes in that election are. So the thing about that kind of environment is that every dollar that you contribute at wisdoms.org slash donate, I should mention, every dollar you contribute, every hour you spend volunteering, it has a bigger effect in a race where most people don't know what's going on than it does in a presidential race or a Senate or governor's race. This is the moment. If someone wants to make a difference in, a, in an election that affects the future of democracy, volunteer and help us win the Supreme Court race in Wisconsin between now and April 4th. Okay. If members of my audience want to help out, where do you send them? So if you go to WISDEMS, W-I-S-D-E-M-S dot org slash volunteer, you'll see all these options to sign up. You can sign up for phone banks from wherever you live. You can phone bank every night of the week. Um, <laughs> in fact, if you want to go to a phone bank, go to wisdoms.org slash phone bank. If you live near enough to Wisconsin that you, you might want to drive up and knock on some doors, you can also find places to sign up at wisdoms.org slash volunteer. We will ask you to go and knock on the doors of people who are strong Democrats but who might not vote if they don't get a reminder to do so. So this is not a conversation with a Trump supporter where you're trying to convince them that they should see the error of their ways. You're talking to people who share your values but might not have the full information about this election and will train you and so and practice with you so you know what to say when you're at the door. It is so easy, and this election in particular, it's so much fun because just to hear what is happening is to get fired up and, and determined to vote Everyone who volunteers winds up racking up multiple people who weren't going to vote otherwise, but now they will. Uh, so wisdoms.org slash volunteer, sign up to knock on doors, sign up to phone bank. And if you have a few extra bucks, go to wisdoms.org slash donate and chip them in. Uh, this is, really is an election where a small amount can make a huge difference. And let me just close with a, a note on that. In 2019, when I was running for state party chair, I knocked on doors for a state Supreme Court race, but it didn't have the kind of national focus statewide focus that this one is getting. 
And in the final analysis, the progressive candidate lost by less than 6,000 votes. That's less than one vote per ward across the state of Wisconsin. If we'd had a little bit of an extra push, we would have won that. We'd have a majority today. We would have had a Democratic trifecta in 2022 with fair mass in our state legislature. That tiny amount of effort could have made all that giant difference. It's exactly the same now, and this time we're going to get it right. Especially in Wisconsin, where you can win by two votes, and if you win by 20 votes, it's a landslide. Uh, a little bit of effort can make a lot of difference. Ben, um, I, I'm crossing my fingers. This is so important. Let's hope it uh, goes our way tonight, today, and uh, good luck on April 4th. Thank you. Really, really grateful. We're going to take a break for news, and we're going to be back with more right after this.